know what? You know, one of the things is people have this thing of, especially when you're a young mom, where they're like, obviously they know you. I didn't plan on having a baby. I mean, I'm, I'm dating someone. I'm not married. Mm. I'm, it's not, not a normal pregnancy. So they go, when you tell them, oh, I'm pregnant, they won't go, congrats. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, <gasps> shit. Yeah. That's what they're going to say. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm sorry. But you can say that in the beginning, but like, I've accepted that I'm having this child. Yeah. This is like, I'm happy now. I'm at a place. I'm at peace with the fact that I'm having a child. So now for you to come and say, I'm like, my stomach is legit. And you're going to be like, oh shit. I'm like, well, it's too late now for that. Oh, like, wow. And it kind of brings you down. So that's actually even how I decided who's my, my godmother, the godmother of my child's going to be. Because when I first went up to her and I told her, like, she was like, oh, what? I'm so happy for you. And that was the first person to actually respond like that. Everyone else oh. was like, Oh my god. Oh, now I know why I'm not the godmother. <laughs> Welcome to Ezigo Fireside Chats. Uh, it's another episode. I'm Mona Lisa Bango, your host on this platform, which I'm going to love more and more with each and every episode that's released, with each review, with each um, feedback i get i want to send special special hugs and shout outs to everyone who commented who gave me their stories um who just reached out and gave feedback on our previous episode called whose language is it anyway there was a lot of engagement and interest so we might even have a part two of that episode and just want to send a special shout out to New Black Soul, who gave such an articulate and eloquent uh, review of whose language is it anyway. Um, and if you want to check out his review, it's on the Instagram page at Ezigo Fireside. I'm reporting to you with a new microphone. Quite exciting. Um, I've been upgraded and i feel like now there's no turning back i'm in this i have a mic um yeah it's i i've signed up now today though it is the first episode where i have guests on the show i really enjoyed when it's just me ranting and um um asking you to kind of give me like what you think about what i'm ranting about But there's something so cool about having a conversation with someone, hearing people's stories. I think so much is to be learned from our individual experiences, you know. So in this episode, I'm joined by my childhood friends, Hope and Faith, who are sisters. Um, We've been friends since I was 10, I think, and Hope was 9 and Faith was 7. Um... And I also have my high school friend, uh, Saskia, and they are willing to share their stories today of being millennial moms. Um, I've always been so curious about this topic. I've always just admired moms in general, but like, I just thought, wow, it would be so interesting to hear from my friends, how they do it, how they are young moms, um, how they you know, their journeys and their struggles and where they are now in terms of being a young mom and just being a woman um, in this day and age. So my conversation with Faith is pre-recorded and Hope and Saskia sent through recordings of their stories. And you know what? I, I hope you enjoy this as much as I did. I learned so much. I unlearned a lot 
and yeah i hope it does the same for you enjoy yeah what was the caretaking process like because obviously now uh you just had a baby like a human being you, it's not you anymore mm-hmm. like it's not you like i need to brush my teeth and your shower yeah. like now it's like um so what were you like worried about was anyone supporting you so my baby daddy he was there throughout shame throughout the the, the birthing process he stayed with me all night all morning oh, until he man. saw everything wow <laughs> baby came out and the <laughs> shit came out before the baby he saw that <laughs> went back home with me um but i honestly wish that he could they, they, they could have been he didn't know what to do it was, it was it did feel like it was just on me like it's my baby not yeah. our baby like, like as if you if she wakes up i have to, to wake up yeah um and put her to sleep my mom likely was there to help me but she was also mourning mm. um but likely the people that came that there were some people that would come to the house and it would help because i didn't know how to bath her like oh, okay. a little baby like they are so small like the size of a bag of rice or sugar that's smaller than a bag of rice it's mm. like you don't know how to bath them they just cry because they're not used to this like what is this and you just you don't want to drown them what do <laughs> i do i have to bath her while holding her what if she slips it's so scary i won't lie bathing was the scariest thing for me mm. i just thought and like luckily i had an easy child like shame she would just feed sleep she didn't cry a lot mm. um but it did feel like it was just even though he was there, the, the the father of my child was there, he didn't really do much, you know. Mm. It was just all on me. Like, I have to do this, I have to do that. Like, and my mom, I couldn't ask her to do that much also because she was mourning her own mother, mm. you know. Um, so my sister helped me a lot. Yeah. Because um, she already had a child, so she helped me a lot. And, and, and her husband, because we were staying with them. Mm. When I needed to go out to do something, he would, like, hold her for me. Because she didn't cry a lot, yeah. like I said. She just needed to be fed. I just had to go back time to because i was breastfeeding mm. and she latched on she was such an easy child honestly like i mm. i just felt like this was the perfect child for me like mm. so easy didn't cry just fed slept fed slept oh wow. um and so anyone could basically look after her you know so it wasn't that difficult she wasn't a difficult child at all honestly mm. Mm. um i feel like actually even now is such an easy so thing. easy so easy okay so in terms of being a young mom what were your fears of being a young mom so like in terms of you know um losing friends or like Mm. the kind like there are also judgments or stereotypes Mm. against young moms you know not married not married you know what i mean um Uh, yeah so what were your fears um of being a young mom and like what like how did your friendship dynamics change you are at your time it's like what were friends <laughs> like yo i saw this i remember this tweet that i saw that time and i used to laugh at it it's like if you want to know who your real friends are <laughs> full friend pregnant and then someone is like oh i'm sure there are different <laughs> easier ways to do that but for real if you want to know who your real friends are get pregnant oh my gosh yes is my word so you lose i don't know how many friends i've lost hey like and part of it why yeah i i don't want to lie like i'm part i would i I could take some of the blame because i did kind of because i really you know you really know that people are judging you Mm. people you just can't i can't go out with my friends anymore Mm. my friends 
we what brings us together obviously now is just going out that's that's how you realize by no man like i'm at home you can come see me at home i don't want to go out i told you i'm pregnant mm. i'm not gonna like i remember there were some friends that were still inviting me out to come through to your tree for drinks dude i'm flipping five months <laughs> pregnant <laughs> you, you don't have to drink. drink you don't have to drink just come have fun i'm like yeah what no like it's not yeah. the same you know and then every time i said no 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 like you can come over though it was like no they, yeah. they just that's hectic and you just literally you feel it hey that no so into i can't talk to so into i can't talk to mm. and then you just kind of like you get tired of the kind of feeling like i have to beg so into to be my friend mm. so you feel so. like um if some people were more empathetic to your situation mm. yeah. exactly because obviously you don't have pull up at yours truly with a belly and then people are like that already oh, looks weird yeah you know, like yeah, yeah. I guess. Hello, you know, and I would honestly, I would now like a friend of mine would have a birthday, and I would, ha- I would have like a glass of wine. I did drink when I was pregnant, but not like, mm. ugh, I would have like a glass of wine, but mod like one glass of wine and mm. water, you know. Which is, it's actually like, it shouldn't actually be a big deal, mm. or like people shouldn't actually look at people who are pregnant. So it's none of their business. Yeah, if like a pregnant person walks into a bar, exactly. like maybe you just for like one exactly. vibe. I just want to be around my friends. Or, yeah. But now it's not, it's, it's, it's honestly, not you're going to feel it because people do look at you like, uh, you know, mm. um, it is, it is awkward. So I just literally kept to myself, stayed at home. If you wanted to see me, I was at home. Mm. Um, even with family, I just didn't, that was my mom's job to tell family. I was like, I'm not going to do that because I've, I'm already dealing with having a child at such a young age, the stress of that. I don't want other people to stress me. I want to enjoy this experience of being it's pregnant. It's my baby. first baby. I don't want to be feeling bad and be feeling shitty about it, mm. regretting it until I give birth. Like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want it to feel like, I don't want it to feel like regret. Even though part of me, I do regret, I don't regret my child. I regret having her mm. at the time that I did. Wow. But I don't yeah. regret my baby. I love her to yeah. the end of the earth. I just wish I'd had it maybe with someone else or at a different time, mm. you know. And I feel like, um... And we are made to feel bad about that. Hey? Yes, I was people just about to say like, damned if you people, do, damned if you don't. I remember reading this tweet and someone was like, "I hate my children." Mm. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" And someone was like, "People don't say this enough." Where it's like, okay, maybe, okay, maybe hating your children is like, deep. It's a bit deep, yeah. but like some people, like you're saying, like you love your child, but you you regret having at the time exactly. that you did and with the person exactly. that you did. And that's honestly okay. Like, I don't, I don't think it's supposed to be, like how the movies sell it to us. You mm. know, like, it's, oh, you know, white picket fans. Exactly. Like, you know. And it's also, you know what? It's also not as difficult as the movies. Sometimes it's like a crying baby all night, and you lose. Well, for me, I didn't mm. lose. There were nights. There are nights, obviously, where you're going to lose sleep because you don't know what your baby can't tell you when they're sick. But you can see that you don't, your baby can't tell you what they need, and they'll cry. And like, I don't know how many trips I, I I made to made her made to the hospital in and out just because she has a temperature. But like, no, she's just teething. But you just because oh, wow. you, your baby can't tell you. That's yeah. the hardest thing, honestly, about being a new mom is that your baby can't tell you what they need, what mm. they want, where it hurts. They're just Whoa. crying, and you're like, I need to help her. I would even that's when I did cry. I feel like every mother cries because you, yeah. you feel so What's helpless. Wrong? You feel just as helpless as each other. You look at them, you're like, just tell me what you want. Yeah. You know, and they can't. Yeah. Um. So I think maybe that motherly instinct mm. also has to come. And in. and the father of my child was like, he was in and out of Joburg and Cape Town, Joburg, Cape Town. So 
Honestly, I'm grateful for my mom. my mom and I. My mom obviously did not congratulate me. She wasn't like, "Oh my goodness, yeah, I'm yeah, here. no." She like, was like, "What? It was? <laughs> are you mad?" No, it was. We we argued. We had that like, oh, "How could you do this?" Yeah. Whatever. And then, but then she was like, "It is what it is." My, you know, I'm having a grandchild, and she was so supportive. Yeah. I I don't know how I would have done it honestly without her. I would have. Mm. I don't know. And what's, what know. kind of like stereotypes, um, stereotypes or judgments that people will make against like young mothers mm. that like irk you or like annoy you or like people who don't have children or yeah. Yo, I don't know. Eh? I don't, for me, honestly, like I, what irritates me or irritated me back then. So like, um, honestly, I don't know. Cause I didn't. I literally told myself, like, remember my Instagram post when I was like, I literally kept my peace. Uh, I told mm. myself, whatever people think, I'm going to try my best not to even internalize that. Yeah. Just don't not even, even entertain it. it. Not even entertain it. But, like, there's this thing that in our culture, you know, I don't know what that is in English. A new mom, basically. Mm. But yeah, it's also such, mom. like, a, a problematic term because Mlezain is like. So now I think I couldn't. For example, it's so like you didn't like the tall No, I don't like it. Really? Because when I found out about the things that come to hand, it's like, you know, if someone had to say to you like now, but see how you dress now to me, you like wearing a, you just <laughs> don't tell me I'm dressed. I'm about <laughs> Someone oh. comes to me like you look like Mlezani, which is like you look careless, like oh. carefree, like you don't give a damn. But so like for example, sometimes even but my that's mom also say, like why as a mom do you expect me to be all like just out? Like sometimes I'm at home. I would have like breast milk, like I'd go to sleep in it mm. in this top, and I'd be breastfeeding whatever, and I'd put it back because you're tired. You do get tired. Breastfeeding is tiring. Mm. And then I'd have like my breast milk would like sometimes come through like my top of my bra, and then be like sis man, like oh. and I'm like. I'm like, go bath. I'm like, I did bath. It's like, no, but no, like, no one wants to see that. I'm like, I'm at home. It's so horrible. It's like, people literally like, sis. <laughs> I'm not or laughing. Sometimes like, you're like, I would literally leave the house wearing tracksuit pants or my pajamas and like a loose, some of the stuff I wore in my maternity or whatnot. Mm. And you could see that people are looking at you like, hey, I'm And people would be like, hey, I'm And I'm like, come on. Like, like, I'm so they're not exhausted. saying it to be nice, yeah. but they're saying it to be like, you, you're not, you look dirty or you look what, what. But it's like, I, you expect me to look pretty and Yeah, for I didn't what? sleep all night. Like, oh my. Oh. Yeah, I hated that, honestly. Like, and you do, there is a lot of, even before, the worst judgment I feel like is before you have your child. Like, people just are not the same and you feel it like they don't have to say much just you just you feel can that. just feel mm, the vibe you're looking at, oh my goodness okay i want to ask mm. um okay so obviously i know you're not with your the father of your child yeah but you're still young yeah um isisa is like a bit older yeah um when you got back into like the dating scene <laughs> yeah um how was it like were you were you open to dating um were you insecure about dating Mm. um and dating and the fact that you have a baby um and if you did date guys like would you tell them the first date yeah like what was that like that's tricky hey you that's a tricky one i would lie (laughs) i'm still struggling with that like i just had i just had a conversation about that earlier today with my mom like no i didn't tell him but like yeah so um 
I actually I got back into dating like I think a year after Tisa. Like when, it, but it wasn't dating. It was more like you know, feeling yeah. around, taking yeah, a while. And the first time, the first time I was with after the father of my child, he already knew that I had a child, which I was lucky. Yeah. Um, and he was okay with that. I remember this one time, like I he wanted to see me and wanted to like chill. I wanted me to chill at his place, but I was like, no, I have, I have the kid. That like I have my daughter tonight. He was like, no, so you can bring her with. Wait, who's this? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and this is, I came through the night and when it was, and it was fine. And I was happy about that. It was a bit awkward, but I was like, oh, shame, it's sweet. You know, you get mm. some guys that really don't mind. Okay. But the worst one, when you still, cast still breastfeeding. Oh my God. In the morning, dude, was his, his sheet not wet with like my breast. <laughs> Embarrassing. I do not recommend dating when you're still breastfeeding. Yeah. So when I realized that I actually want to start dating now, it's so cute my that baby he was that, like, yeah, shit. And I realized my baby that I so shit. That's when I started. I stopped breastfeeding because I, like, I want to start dating now. This is not the life. Like yeah. going out and you have to like squeeze your your breast milk into the sink, dude. Like literally, I'd go to the oh. bathroom. Like when I started going out, I'd go to the bathroom and he would look after. He would babysit us sometimes. Mm. My baby daddy. And I'd go to the bathroom, like club bathrooms, and I'd squeeze express milk into you know. Sometimes I take a bottle, but another bottle mid-groove. is mid groove. Mid groove, I'm <laughs> telling you. And people would come in, and I wouldn't not. Oh. Give, I really didn't care. Hey, people would come in and be like, "What are you doing?" Like, child. I don't know why that is so cool. Like, I would literally like it's such a cool s- image in my squeeze mind. my boob into the, the the sink, the bathroom sink. What are you, what are you doing? Oh, I have a baby. <laughs> but she yeah, can't. Like she I can't know. drink the milk because I'm drinking. You know. What I'm yeah. Saying? So I, to, I can't express it into a bottle. Oh, exactly. I didn't know that. Mm. Um, so I used to do that, but then, so anyway, so now, now that she's older, um, the guys that are, you could say dead, I haven't actually been in a serious, serious relationship since Since, my baby daddy, been with people, but like, ugh, complicated. And most, two of the guys that I've been with have, like, have children already, which I was lucky, so they don't really care, they don't really mind. But now if I, if I, if I see with someone that doesn't have a child, I don't automatically tell them that I have a child, especially if I know that this won't really be serious. It's just like a hookup. Mm. I don't tell them that. I'm not going to be like, oh, I have a child by the way, but it's like, but you just sleep it with me like me. <laughs> you know, there's no need it's for no that. Need, like, yeah. I didn't have to tell you anything. So, I like, the last you, example, so this is, this is actually still fresh. The last guy I slept with, <laughs> he um, called me yesterday and I was like, we're talking and I was like, oh, I'm with my little brother. He's like, oh, Oh, by the way, when are you going to tell me you have a kid? So you asked me. So he oh, asked me for my sound. So the night that I slept with him, he was like, um, are you on Instagram? The next morning, I was like, no, because you, because you know why I said that because I knew if you're on my Instagram, he's gonna he's, see that I'm on yeah, Oh my gosh! <laughs> and I don't mind if I'm I don't mind with older guys like if I'm with an older guy like 28 for me, 28 and older is an older guy. Okay. But if you're still like close to my age, you're 24, oh, now, then I'm like tricky. it's a bit tricky. I don't want you to feel like you're gonna be come a step. Oh, like, okay. I don't want that. You know, like it's weird. And guys somehow feel, feel that, that if, like I you're gonna be like, a, now you must imagine be a dad. I'm about to sleep with someone all the morning after I'm like, oh, by the way, I have a baby. Now they're gonna think that I'm being like I want you to be her stepdad, which is not. <laughs> so I rather just not. Unless you ask me, oh, I will okay. never hide my child. Yeah. You know, I won't hide it unless you ask me. It is a bit awkward. It is a bit like, mm. and I do feel I want. I do. There's a bit of shame to it, mm. you know. Um, but I would never be like, no, I don't have a child. But I would. Like, I don't have Instagram. Don't be stalking up on me. But let me tell you. Um, why I feel like there's shame. Mm. I don't know what I just did with my <laughs> <laughs> I don't. So obviously in Kosa culture, 
Mm. There's this thing called damages. Mm. Mm. Okay, so this is the definition I got on Google about... Well, actually not Google. This is an... There was an article on News24. Yeah. So it says, In the Kosa culture, when a young girl gets pregnant, the man pays damages. In Kosa, it's called Sisu mm. for getting the woman pregnant. Mm. In the olden days, the elders in the family would, ta- <coughs> oh, would take the girl to the boy's family. And that is when the boy would admit or deny making the girl pregnant um so i feel like the reason why there's shame with being a young mom and not married is also like as black women this whole idea of like mm. oh i'm damaged exactly because now they're paying damage and you do like, feel damaged that's why i don't want to talk yeah. about it because i feel like i'm damaged goods it's like oh that's hectic yeah whereas it's not like it's just yeah baby it's, it's, and the thing is um what about guys who have it's, they kids? They, they're not damaged no, like you exactly. know what I mean? so it's like this to, weird yeah double standard in society definitely you know definitely um but to on the topic of okay i'm not gonna call it damages but, in but damages yeah, yeah in in Kaolo. Kaolo. um was that a process that you had to go through so haha <laughs> 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 It's actually funny. It's a funny story because you know my baby daddy. Yeah. So this is Wait, but if you <laughs> and actually, how how would that process make you feel? Like, do you I agree mean, to it? You know what? It's, it's not like, for me. Uh, it's for my family. It's for my okay, mom. Got you. To feel respected. Okay, got you. You know. Yeah. Um. So for me, I felt like I, 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 it has nothing to do with me, even yeah. though it's about me. But it, I just didn't want any involvement. It has nothing to do with me. Do what yeah. you want to do for my family. I like, feel like it's you, outdated. Cause it is outdated. But I was like, if you feel like you need to do it, then do it. But yeah. I don't want to be involved. Don't embarrass me. Yeah. Don't. I don't want to be coming through. Because some, some families, you know what they do? They bring you to CC. So they take you while you're still pregnant to that family's house. And they, they bring you to me. And they're like, look what your son did to my daughter. <laughs> And yeah, then with a stomach and they're like, yep, oh this gosh. is, I, I'm so glad I didn't go yeah. through that, you know. So my mom did talk about it. Hey, and once, once Isisa was born, she, she knew the father of my child. Like they knew each other while we were still dating. She knew I was dating him and she knew it was him and whatnot. Um, so she, they, she talked to him about it. Um, not really too, cause she didn't really know his, his family cause they don't stay in Cape Town. And he would always be like, yeah, no, 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 don't worry. I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. As soon as she's born, we're going to do this. Hey, man, it's the same story. Dolo. And then eventually, he was like, no. Oh, so my mom said, my mom was just something about that he did upset my mom. So my mm. mom was like, you know what? This guy doesn't respect me. Let me show him. Mm. So she's like, Faith's uncles. Send him like screenshots of conversations that she was having with my uncles. It was like, um, these are what, this is what they're saying. This is, we're going to have to have a meeting. So you can pay damages. You can tell your uncles also mm. you know what or what and then he's like ah ish my my family says far and it's gonna, be, it's gonna cost so much money for them to come down to cape town why don't want can i just eft it too can i eft <laughs> half of it too that's not even how it's done my but mom okay. was so my mom was like you know what fuck off just yeah. no that's disrespectful because and my thing is when I explained it to him because he we were still together, and I was like, dude, it's all about respect. It's not mm. about the money. Mm. Like it's really not about the money. Even if you had met up with my mom and sat down just you 
and told her, okay, ma, because she knows you. She knows you'd be like, I can pay half of it. Mm. Give her that. Yeah. All she wants is respect and for you to say that, yes, this is what I did. I, I am able to, because... I think what it, it's almost like a low ball, it's to show that you are able to take off, to look after look this after, child. Yes. You're able to support and maintain. Also, what I wanted to add, not to interrupt you, mm-hmm. is also like, you're still young, exactly. you know, um, you need financial support exactly. as well. So I think maybe in not calling it damages or, or maybe we can look at it, at look at in another way of like, Supporting Support, the young mother, uh, yeah, as a, like because I need to buy this for the child, and, yeah, and one babies thing, are expensive. I'm not that kind, I, I really avoid baby mama drama. I don't yeah, want to be that, be, I don't want to be that way. He's like, Oh my oh, baby mama drama, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to. And I, I, sometimes I feel like I actually should because it's making it easy for him. Because being a mom is is not easy, hey? yeah. especially being, I would say, being a single mom, yes. Um, even if you're still with the guy, let's say you guys are still dating, I'm you're still a single mom, you're not married. He yeah. doesn't live with you, he doesn't wake up with you and you yeah. you know, he doesn't go to the hospital with you. You're He's still not a committed to you. you. Exactly. You're still a single mom. Mm. Um and yeah, so it's just <laughs> it's tough. It's hectic. It's hectic. I don't know. What would you it. say um you're struggling with right now? as a young mom so like in one word or like a sentence so like bonding or i don't know like what would you say i don't know if i can put it in a word hey or a <laughs> sentence but what i can say is my biggest struggle and i personally mm. is not being able to care for my child the way that i would have wanted to Mm. not being able to be there for her the way i would have wanted not being for example she doesn't stay with me she's just left to durban mm. she's in durban with the her, her family from her father's side her grandmother from and that's not something that i thought because we know in black families that's what happens yes get when raised you go by, to your exactly. grandmother but now i find myself in a situation where i had to do the same thing i didn't have yeah. to but like I as a, I, it's the best thing I could do for her because yeah. I you have to think of what's best for her. what's best for her. I have to also now look after myself. I can't not be unhappy or not at a good place and then also look after my child because then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the best mom for her. Mm. You know. Okay. We can leave so, it there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We don't have, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, things you've learned or realized in motherhood. Sure. Three things, or or whatever. Two ah, things I've learned. I think I'm mom. It's like I don't know. It's who I am. Basically, I feel like I'm. I am a mom, but like um, to I look. You know, I've always been like a very selfless person. I would lie. Like I don't. I give so much of myself to other people when I actually shouldn't. When I should be paying more attention to myself mm. and having a baby actually forced me to um think for my thinking for myself and doing things for myself is doing things for my child now mm. so it, it forces me to say like let's say to a family member to my mom or my sister be like no I, i'm sorry i can't do this mm. because i have to i have a child now it's about my child it's not mm. about you it's about me and my child mm. because now i have a whole nother life mm. like this is not the same as before so it taught me how to say no. Mm. It taught me how to... Obviously, I had to mature and grow up, but that's the biggest thing that I'm actually grateful for. It taught me how to, to grow up 
and be able to because I always struggle with saying no now I can I have to say no for my child mm. taught me how to um, it's not like I said it's just not about me anymore yeah, yeah, I think that's the biggest thing it's just that I have to consider my child I have to her future the choices I make now mm. I'm building a future for her a mm. better place for her a better world for her I can't just let things slide because mm. What's my ch- I want my child to look up to me and be yeah. like, my mom did this. Did this. This is so why I can live I'm in a better I'm gonna tell world. my child everything. Like I want to be open with my child. What would you want your daughter to know? Like if she listened to this, what would you want her to know um, about herself and like how she takes on life, how she takes on the world? Um. Like if we were to play this back, yeah, to <laughs> to Isisa in yeah. for her twenty first birthday. You know what? I would want her to know that she has to. This I don't. I don't want to sound cliche, but like, I just want her to be herself, to live boldly. Like, no regrets. So I shall only lessons. No regrets. Wow such a powerful conversation um i i just want to thank faith for being so raw and honest and truthful and um real i think her story is so relatable um with a lot of young women and with a lot of young mothers especially who are trying to find their feet and um just trying to navigate this world with a child to keep in mind um, so thank you, Faith. I wish you all the best, all the best. Um, so now we have Saskia, who's going to tell us her story about when she found out she was pregnant, what it was like having an unplanned pregnancy, and just what her thoughts are on the future and what, or rather how young parents can be supported. Um, so this is Saskia. When I first found out I was pregnant, it was a very, very difficult time for me. I'm not even going to lie and say that there was excitement or, you know, attachments or love or anything like that. Because first of all, I had already previously had an abortion, I think about a year previous. Uh, prior to um, finding out I was pregnant this time so that was the one factor the other factor was that I was still in college I was in my third and final year of college Um, I had dreams of going to work on the cruise ships and you know um stretching out my wings and leaving home and I had all these adventures and self-discovery journeys that I was planning on and thirdly I was in a stable relationship it was with the same man that I had the abortion with Um, however he did not have a stable job he wasn't earning even a basic salary at the time I think he was earning about 4,000 rand a month Um, he was working full-time but he was getting um, very little for his time and efforts he didn't have a lot of experience he didn't have any qualifications Um, 
so there was a lot of there were a lot of conflicting uh, thoughts going through my mind at the time firstly I didn't want to go through an abortion again that was hugely traumatic for me secondly I did not feel like myself nor my partner were in any position to be able to afford or accommodate for another child so <clears throat> he actually convinced me to keep it because he saw the trauma that I went through with the abortion and he actually convinced me to not terminate um, however we then did begin discussing adoption we even went to an adoption agency and we spoke extensively with a woman there who was very lovely um, and that was um, that is what I wanted to do for a little while I was pretty set on that because in my mind there was no way that this was ever going to work um, yeah and then another obstacle happened soon after that where I started bleeding and I didn't know whether I was having a miscarriage or what was happening I didn't have the money nor the time to actually go sit at a state government or at a private facility and figure out what was happening so this bleeding went on for a couple of weeks and left both of us very confused as to what was happening um how do we go forward with plans if we don't even know if this pregnancy is still viable or not? So, to put it simply, my feelings around finding out I was pregnant was just another trauma. I'm not even going to romanticize it. Um, yeah, it was it was an awful, difficult, difficult time. I think that any young couple who go through an unplanned pregnancy, even older couples, any unplanned pregnancy is very difficult. But I think being so young, um, I was 23, it made it that much more scary. And of course, we must remember that if we compare to the previous generations, as opposed to being a millennial, previous generations seemed to be kind of more um, established it was more normalized to have kids get married early um, and your value of money went a lot further back then so taking all of those things into consideration it was I believe considerably more difficult and is more difficult for the youth and millennials of today um, to even start thinking about fam family planning at such a young age where you are still trying to actually just survive your own bills and your own footing in society and in the workplace and in your studies etc etc I hope that by the time my child is ready to uh, start her own family that there will be more support from the government for parents especially young parents who are still establishing themselves um, I also hope that there's more opportunity in this country and in the world in general for um, people to not struggle so much to become established in the first place 
to not struggle so much to get an education or a decent education um, where you know everything now comes down to finances if I don't really have an outline of what I see for her future other than for her to be protected and happy and successful I would just like her to shape her future however she think whatever she thinks is suitable for her own needs and wants um, which I think is also a bit different from the older generations where they have a goal in mind already set for you when you're born before you've even taken your first breath or before you've even said your first word um, so yeah ultimately it comes down to happiness and um, I also hope that the world will be safer speaking now from a female's perspective uh, the world can be a very scary place um, especially now that I am a single mother living at home alone there's a lot of um, anxiety around that um, so I hope that that is different very true very true what Saskia is talking about I just want this country to be safe for women I just want this country to have better um, I don't know like policies that protect women that for me is so important i have nieces my friends have daughters how 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 you know how are they growing up in a world where they don't feel safe i don't i don't want them to still be fighting about the same topic of violence on on the you know on the female body it's unfair and yeah it's just not cool to to think about the fact that they might have to have the same struggles. They might have to feel the same unsafety that their moms feel. Um, so thank you, Sasia, for that. That's very, very true about the kind of country we are living in as women. So up next, we have Hope sharing her journey. What is interesting about Hope's story is that she was very involved with the church, actually, when she got pregnant. And um, because of that, a lot of uh, church dynamics changed and she felt very judged by her, her church. And that was a very interesting story to me. You know, you'd think that the church is different, but um, as we can hear from Hope's story, or rather as we will hear, is that she felt very excluded and she felt very alone. Um, and what is also touching is that she um, got married before she got pregnant and about a year or so in, she had a divorce. So yeah, Hope's story is very interesting. So take a listen. Okay, so the day I found out that I was pregnant, um, I think it's quite different. I mean, it's obviously different for everyone, but for me, being so involved in the church and how, like, basically I had day out of wedlock, it was um, the the guy who'd made me pregnant had left the country, essentially. And it was, so, like, we confirmed that I was pregnant and I, got a, I did a test and then I was like, oh, my word, what am I supposed to do? Like, he's just 
literally left the country that morning and I got the test and then I did the test and I was like, oh, I'm pregnant. Delightful. It was quite stressful for me. It was like, and also I was already, I'd already passed the first, the initial three months. So I, and I, did, I hadn't had any of the morning sickness, which is what I expected. Um, and, but it all came in month number four um, and it made up for the last three months of nothing. But it was, yeah, so I was quite emotional. Um, I was, I was a mess. I was crying. I was, and then I just, yeah, and then I was like, well, it's going to happen. So, and that was that. I was excited all of a sudden. It took a couple of days. Um, I was still really stressed, but at the same time, I was like, it's fine. Like, I can do this. We can do this. Um, with the dating, so obviously I was dating her dad when we, um, when she was conceived. And then we got married. Um, and... Yeah, that's a bit, it's like a, a murky situation, murky area for me. Um, so I'm not sure how much I can dive into it. But um, dating, or at least getting married with a kid already, I think, took its toll because like already a child is quite demanding and a new marriage is also quite demanding. And so it was quite like, I ha it was quite the balancing act really. Um, and I don't think I always got it right. I think I always ended up focusing just on Dea because obviously like she's my kid she like needs me that she doesn't have anyone else who is her mom and so it was like first priority um and everything else came second really um but that was yeah and now with the divorce as well that's happened it's just once again it's like trying to find a way for her to be least affected which obviously for her it's like a whole world has been rocked and nothing will ever be the same and she's just and so it's been a matter of just slowly like figuring out this is how she this is how she copes well this is what she needs to cope this is what she needs to feel secure and loved in both environments um, and like trying to change as little as possible while like basically uprooting her entire childhood um, so that's been like that's been difficult but I mean I think she's doing well she seems to be thriving um, again at least there was this phase where she was a bit I was really concerned about her, but I think she's finally, she's like happy now. She's laughing again. Um, yeah, so that was a bit, a bit, like it was quite a journey for us. Um, and it still is. And I think we're still learning every day how to navigate it. Um, and also, yeah, I don't know. Um, also, becoming a mom, I learned, I've learned that you, people will always give you advice, whether you ask for it or not whether you want it or not, people will give you advice. And so you just need to learn, or the way that I dealt with it, instead of being like, hey, listen, keep your advice to yourself, is I'm just like, um, I would just be like, oh, okay, thanks. And then I would leave it at that. And I would literally, I'd be like, okay, thanks. And then knowing very well that I'm not gonna take your advice because every child is different. And just because your child eats every two hours doesn't mean mine will. Um, and like, pe oh, people love giving you their opinions. It is, Especially when you're a mom, it's just, I'm just like, listen, you learned on your own. Let me learn on my own. Like, there's, like, just, just back off. And obviously people are coming from a good place, but you're still like, listen. And you can feel very judged as a mom um, for the decisions that you're making. If your kid decides to throw a tantrum in the middle of a mall, like, everyone looks at you like you are the devil. And you're like, listen, I didn't do anything wrong. This is just a child being a child. Like, you don't know the context. 
or and people some people are looking at you because they're expecting you to hit your kid some people are looking at you because they're like oh my word why doesn't she just give the kid what she wants and it's just a lot and you just learn like actually i don't care what you guys think i don't care how you guys perceive this at the end of the day this is what i'm going to do because this is my kid and i need to be okay with the decisions that i make with my kid so in terms of experiences that i didn't have that i want Daya to have i think it's not necessarily an experience thing, and I've thought about this long and hard. It's more of a, when I grew up, I was always scared to ask because I was always afraid that the answer was going to be no, which I know now has sort of like limited what I have done in life. And so I just want to dare to grow up and not be afraid to ask questions. Whatever the question, whether it's a yes or no question, I just want her to know that she can just, she can always ask questions and she doesn't have to like assume that the answer is going to be no i want her actually more than more often than not to assume the answer is going to be yes and then to not stop until the answer is yes if someone gives a, a no um obviously not to do things with consent and you know anything dodgy but other than that like i, I just wanted to, to really grow up and feel like the world is an oyster like and that sort of ties in with um her, my vision for her future is i just wanted to be someone who just always chases after what she wants and doesn't stop until she's got it and um she i just wanted to be confident confident well-rounded kind human being who believes in themselves and knows that you know she's got what it takes to do whatever she wants and that she'll always have the backing and the support of her mom no matter what um even if i don't necessarily agree with it i just want her to know that i'll always be i'll always be available for her to to like voice concerns or um like just to chat about any and everything really um so i just yeah i mean i guess every parent wants their kid to thrive and i just i just want to make sure that i assist her in that thriving i don't want her to feel like she has to thrive to impress me i want her to feel like she wants to thrive because she wants to thrive um and she knows that whatever she does mommy will support so yeah i guess that's my vision for the future she's just for her to just be the best she can be i know that sounds so cheesy but it's the truth, like I just, yeah. Cool, this has been fun.